0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com/curtjmac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 507. Waiting a little bit of time there for Wolfie to bark, a little bit of time. There have been longer instances we've gone without starting the episode, thanks to to Wolfie's delay. But we're alright, we're going to continue on here, like I said, in episode 507 on a Thursday. Thursday, September 17th, 2015. Hi, here, footsteps, that's a cow. It's a cow! It's alright, everybody, it's a cow. It's a cow. And, uh, yeah... We are going to continue on, on this here Thursday. Our Child's Play charity fundraiser has gone up to $4,168.50. I do appreciate all the continued donations. That little bump we had over over the last episode, uh, up a thousand and some odd dollars, was a, a pleasant and grand surprise. And I look forward to more of those sort of situations, or even just the, the slow, gradual, and persistent... Raising of money for Child's Play charity is sort of the Far Lands or bust way, so that that works as well. Uh, but either way, I appreciate every big or small, and everything in between, uh, donation to to the charity. And I do think there is a zombie spawner beneath us. But I am here. I'm not here for for spawning zombies. I'm here for collecting resources. Some wooden planks. I'll. I guess I'll plant a tree, I guess, why not, since I picked up the thing. Well, let's take down this tree as well. This tree as well, indeed. Had a had a bit of a nice rant in the last episode about home home purchasing, home buying. Uh, which was was well received. A lot of people either taking the same or similar opinion. Renting versus owning having alternate discussions. And certainly there's situations where where my own opinions apply to my own life and my own plans and desires, whereas for other people I think other things may may uh take precedence, and certainly even in other locations around the States or even the world, there are different there are different reasons to rent versus buy, but those those opinions were my own and do not necessarily reflect the, the, the thoughts of Farlands or bust incorporated no there's no incorporated this is you think this is some sort of professional operation you'd be wrong uh right wolfie nope he's not even saying anything until he gets until he gets a treat yep yeah <laughs> as expected um but uh, ooh, that's weird hold on let's check that out it looks like somebody was trying to cross across there and they pillaged across weird so yeah, uh, as always, an interesting topic of Farlands or bustitude, and today's episode will be no different. Today's episode will be no different indeed. After we get done checking out this, well, it's kind of weird and interesting. There's a whole bunch of caves going through this mountain. Neat. I know, cow. You guys, you guys have a neat home. Congratulations. Are you buying or are you renting? <laughs> oh man. So yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me. I need to clear clear my my throat here. <clears throat> Woof! Wolfie agrees with the throat clearage. Because there is a topic. There is a topic that is making the rounds on the internets. And perhaps if you're on Twitter or elsewhere on the internet, I'm sure you've probably heard of it. But sometimes, maybe you haven't. So that's why I'm bringing it up here in an episode of Far Lines of Bust. It would seem that yesterday... This is this is the story about the kid who, who built a clock. A digital clock. Uh, out of his own circuit boards, he's kind of a, a tinkerer. He was part of a robotics club, and he, he built a clock, brought it to school, and that is when hell broke loose—not really hell broke loose, but that is is when bad things happened. Uh, basically, here's the story. Let me give you the rundown, and then I'll I'll give my my particular thoughts. And again, please stop me if I start to go. There's many tangents I could take here. I'm going to try to stay on 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 the road here, but uh, I may veer. Wildly out of control at some point, uh, but anyway, a 14-year-old ninth grader named Ahmed Mohammed from Irving, Irving, Texas, Irving, Texas. So it's it's of no surprise, sort of, that it's coming out of Texas. Brought his homemade, uh, a DIY project. This wasn't for uh, a school project or, or an assignment or anything. He just likes to tinker at home uh, with with electronics and, and computers and robotics and stuff. Uh, He wanted to show his engineering teacher this uh, this homemade digital clock to school. And uh, it was in a case to protect the electronics and the cables. It was basically like a circuit board. I'm not sure exactly. It might have been like a Raspberry Pi thing or maybe something a little bit more crude. But uh, he brought it to school and promptly one of the teachers saw it and said it was a fake bomb, despite the fact that he was continuing and and continued to contest that, no, it's a clock. I've I made a clock. I, I wanted to show it off. Uh, and or, you know, who knows, maybe he needed help, so he brought it to get some help from teachers who might know how to help. I don't know. I don't know what the exact surroundings are, but anyway, he made a clock. And, and, and the first thing that the teacher proclaims is that uh, it's a fake bomb. Brought him down to the principal. The principal apparently continued with that storyline and then they brought in the police. And the police decided that it was a good idea. They decided not to stop the craziness as it continued. They, they decided to continue on with the craziness. Uh, put this 14-year-old ninth grader, this skinny, nerdy 14-year-old who probably weighs 80 pounds soaking wet, in handcuffs and parade him out of school and down to the police station to fingerprint him and and bring him in like like a criminal and I, here's one of my tangents what's with the handcuffs and and the, the police will probably defend themselves saying oh handcuffs are used in every situation to protect us the officers as well as the general public if you feel like if you feel like you need to be protected from a 14 year old a scrawny 14 year old on his own unarmed in a NASA t-shirt then maybe police work (laughs) isn't the correct career path for you, my friend. Uh, Composure, back on the right trail. The reason reason they use handcuffs is to express their authority and power, but that's beside the point. Back on track. So anyway, this kid is, is arrested and interrogated, and some of the news reports coming out is that he was interrogated and questioned without his parents present, which is wildly illegal, but not beyond the scope of of police activities from what i'm aware of um and and they kept trying to suggest and and get him to say it was a bomb but he simply said it's a clock he, the, you know it's a clock and and their complaint is that he elaborated no further there didn't need to be elaboration further he didn't have to provide a reason or or a purpose it, he that it's a clock <laughs> there's he was probably completely frightened first of all, and, and completely bewildered at the state of affairs that was transpiring before him. So he simply was just repeating what he knew. It's a clock! Um, but anyway, there's been quite the hubble-a-blub around this, quite naturally, um, both from a political and, and kind of a sociological standpoint, obviously, uh, judging by his name, his, his family is actually uh, from originally from the Sudan, and he is of brown skin complexion, so then you have to start to ask, would these teachers and these police officers have treated him the same way if if he was a white kid? That's always a question that immediately pops up. They say it's for safety, and oh you can never be too safe, and we're just trying to protect your children. But nah are you Are you? Um it goes on even further into uh the uh you know the DIY community. Okay, we've basically we basically we basically suppressed this kid's interest and drive and desire to be a creator, to get into do it yourself, to to tinker, to become an engineer, and you know all that stuff that snowballs from there. Um, it kind of hits a little bit home, not to the same degree, but that's like at that young age, very very formative experiences are taking place in the brain places, uh, and I can distinctly remember a point. Uh, when I was much younger, but a point where I was starting to hang out and make friends and socialize a bunch uh, in school and uh, I was immediately reprimanded for, for doing so, for say, talking innocently in class or uh, specifically hanging out with the wrong friend. I was making a friend who himself was quite the uh, the class clown and we had a lot in common and had a lot of fun together, but oh, this, is gonna, this kid's gonna set Kurt on the wrong path. He's a real troublemaker. Uh, so we should discourage Kurt from hanging out with him, so from there I, I like kind of distinctly remember a switch going off in my head, and I've talked about this before, where it's like, okay, I am being punished for talking and socializing in class, so I will just never talk, I will be quiet, I will stop making friends, and that pretty immediately set me on the path to shyness and introversion uh, and, and whatnot. So that you know, just that part of it. Obviously, it's a huge, much lesser degree than what uh, uh, he's going through. But uh, it just sort of it sort of like tick that box. Like, yeah, this is going to be like a formative thing to him. Of course, now he's being thrust into the media and and uh, national spotlight. Who knows what that might do to him overall? Um, but there is there is some some good news around this. So we'll get to the good news here after we take a quick take a quick nap and a sleep and continue... in the morning! And awakeness! And awakeness! And a whats this world coming to So the good news, the good spin that I've noticed almost like immediately as the story started hitting, uh, specifically in my own personal Twitter feed, because I follow and am friends with a lot of people through my NASA tweet up and, and space shuttle launch and NASA social days. Uh, a lot of the people who who work for NASA uh, and at JPL, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, like immediately started tweeting out, uh, "Hey, anytime you want to stop by, we'll uh, show you around the behind-the-scenes tour of uh, NASA JPL. You want to you want to see some Mars rovers? You want to uh, you know, since this, he, he's very interested in uh, robotics and whatnot." Uh, so, like almost immediately, the the DIY, the science, the engineering community uh, seems to have stepped up and uh, trying to counter this this kind of discouragement that he has received from his his school and his uh, uh, the authorities around him, uh, and and are going around to encourage uh, him to continue to explore these things. Uh, you know they're showing off their their work desks at nasa j p l and there's circuit boards and wires and and weird things all around and uh, saying, "Hey, this is what we do every day. You shouldn't be discouraged from this uh of course, more recently, even the President obama uh invited him to the White House to bring his projects to the White House to show off and encourage kids to get into science and whatnot. That's a neat and all you kinda you do kind of wonder how many focus groups and advisors. And little, uh, you know, copy editors went over that tweet before publishing it. You know, you kind of that had to have been a little bit not as spontaneous uh, as one would assume from the president. And and now we're of course starting to see uh, Microsoft and, and a bunch of tech companies and stuff inviting him for tours and whatever. And uh, so it's it's spinning it's spinning wildly here. And uh, you know, obviously now they are uh, the family is getting in touch with with lawyers and whatnot. Uh, no charges were placed against him, uh, but the both the police department and the school, the school principal or the administrator or somebody, issued a statement to parents and nowhere do they ever even give the hint that they apologize for their overreaction. Uh, they say their top priority is to protect your children. I don't have kids in school, but I think a school's top priority should be to teach our children. Am I right? I'm not sending them there to be put in a, a, a cage away from all the dangers of the world with barbed wire and, and, you know, armed guards on the outside. I'm sending them to school to be taught, to learn, to be educated. But that's beside the point, I guess. I'm Like I said, I don't have kids. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Maybe that's what parents do. Hello, creeper! Woo! Do you send your children to school to be protected, <laughs> creeper guy? I think not. Um, so that's it's a really sad situation, um, and uh, there's a lot of just angles and, and and just badness. And and if anything, I mean, I'm sure, hopefully, the the awareness, uh, hopefully, some positive changes come out of this. But it's all it, it is a very just both with schools and and uh, law enforcement. This weird, crappy zero tolerance policy, oh. bull honky, uh, is really just uh, not not a, not a good thing, and it's really stinks to to see that happen to a kid. <laughs> like I said, in like the formative years. Okay, now he's going to grow up, and now he he's already said he's never going to bring any of his projects to school anymore. Uh, you know, he's he's going to suddenly uh, think that oh, your hobbies, your interests. Uh, should be should be done behind closed doors and in the privacy of your own home and and don't tell anybody because somebody might take it the wrong way and uh, turn you in because of the color of your skin and they make weird associations in their brains that aren't at all right. And uh, a spawner, so we've been on a, a spawner uh, hiatus here for a while. Have a seat, Wolfie. Uh, but uh, but yeah, hopefully the the counter uh, incentive of all these astronauts and, and engineers uh, you know, sending their, their best wishes and invites and further encouragement hopefully hopefully counters the negative uh, stuff that would have potentially come out of it had you know, had such a thing not happened Why can't I open this? Oh, it's probably a double chest. Ooh, a lot of iron, a lot of iron. Uh, some bread, although I don't really need bread. Do I need bread? No, I don't need bread. I need no bread. I, I have no room for bread in my inventory. Get rid of the sand. Well, that was a good good little uh, collection of iron there. Thank you, my dear zombie friends. You have provided me with instruments of instrument making. Boop. Very nice. That was a good haul. Good haul! From the zombie spawner. So yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I just wanted to bring that up. It was kind of, you know, hopefully the, the good part of the story of all the the outpouring of support from the DIY and the engineering and the space and the robotics and you know the 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 MythBusteries, the MythBuster, you know the, the the Grant Imahara's and, and all these folks and uh, the NASA Mohawk guy and all that stuff. Hopefully, hopefully spins towards positive, uh, not only for for him in particular, for this ninth grader in particular, but hopefully towards positive change in in these otherwise completely backwards and upside-down systems that have caused such a thing to happen. But anyway, that is that, and we are continuing on to the Far Lands here. Like I said in episode 507, now that we can dust that off. Uh, I suppose maybe, you know, it's possible a few of you might not have heard the stories, but uh, decided it was, worth, it was worth bringing up. And uh, really, a dang, a dang shame, a dang shame, I say. But hopefully, good comes out of it. Woof! Wolfie agrees. Let's see here. Here we go. We got uh, some questions. Let's talk about some questions from donors to Child's Play Charity at farlandsabus.com. from Rosachu, who has has informed me is is female, not not a he. I, I, it's possible I, this name does sound familiar probably a frequent donor to Child's Play Charity through Far Lines and Bust. I may have inaccurately said he, but it is a she. It is a she. I should probably, perhaps, start to remind myself to use some gender-neutral terms for for those I, I cannot make assumptions for. But Rosachu has asked, she has asked many questions, three questions to be exact. Many people comment on your radio-esque voice. Would you ever consider being a stand-up comic? No. <laughs> Just because I, I don't know how they come up with jokes. Same thing like I don't know if I could ever be a musician because I don't know how anybody ever comes up with original music. Uh, like I would only be able to create stuff that I already know exists. And... uh both both music and, and jokes and whatnot. Jokes! Uh, so, I think this format suits me well, because rambling is a thing that I'm pretty good at, and making it sort of sound like they're being spawned from coherent thought. I'm still, four years later, I'm still trying to stop to say, um. I noticed that a lot in the last episode, because I was really just kind of spitballing ideas and, and thoughts and opinions out about the mortgage and... Uh, home buying things, I just did it right there, and I just noticed I was saying, um, a lot. I'm still, that is a very difficult thing. I should should welcome the pauses in in my voice and not need, have the, the constant need to fill it with noise. But even now, in consciously attempting such things, careful, Wolfie, in consciously attempting such things, it feels very unnatural to me but let's try. Let's try. Perhaps that should be a goal for Kurt J Mac. That's that's why the views are low. Because I say um all the time. So I almost did it there. So even that, even elongating the so in order to fill dead air. But no, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think I would ever do stand-up comedy because uh, the, the live audience radio would be more likely than stand-up comedy because there's no people there to distract and heckle and uh, judge. Oh my god! (laughs) Wolfie, that was a terrible, terrible thing you just did. I don't know how you thought you could have made that jump. (laughs) That was hilarious. There we go. Now do you want to get the pig or have you forgotten about the pig? Oh, have a flower. How about I just kill the pig? There we go. That works too. (laughs) <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was that was some comedy gold. You should be a stand-up. You should be a fall-down comic, there, Wolfie. Fall-down comic. I've coined the term. Second question from Rosachu. She asks your opinion of the YouTube channel Vsauce. Are you? The, did you ask this during the live stream yesterday? I did a live stream yesterday, and somebody asked me about Vsauce, but uh, I. I'm like sub- subscribed to them through my my vlog channel, Kurt Indeed. I have two separate logins and channels for those, but I never watch any of their videos. They are very kind of the educational videos, kind of a little bit vlog brothery, but less vlog and more informative. But I never take too much time unless there's a topic specific to something of my interests. I wouldn't just continually watch all the videos, but I'm sure they're very popular and they seem to have high production value and they they seem to to make quality content and not necessarily simply yeah. popular content. If you understand my, my drift there, so that's... Uh, even though it, it turns out to be popular. Of a You're having troubles today! Popular content. Uh, so yeah, those are those are my opinions uh, of Vsauce. I don't know that much about them, nor have I watched enough of the videos to to form a proper opinion. But I'll get to the third question from Rosachu in the morning. And um, mm, awakeness. <laughs> ah, jokes. Lastly. <laughs> What do you think is the whoa! Is the most important thing you've learned in the past few years from your experience as a YouTuber? The last few years? for not So not the first few years? We're into this four and a half years? Most important thing I've learned? I've learned nothing! Obviously there's a lot of technical things I've learned about video, audio, editing, YouTube, social medias and publishings and stuff. I suppose... Hmm... Yeah. I mean, I could say, oh, learn not to take comments or negative comments to heart, but I still do. <laughs> it's That's the thing, as a human, that is difficult to train yourself not to do. I want to go this way. I know it's kind of a bad way to go, but... I want to go left a little bit. So, yeah, I haven't learned that. I haven't really learned how to properly... Market or sell or be businessly type, you know, promotional or whatever. I haven't learned that yet, I don't think. What have I learned? Hmm. I've learned how to make friends. No, I don't know. Um, Mom, I said, um, sorry, Wolfie. You're taking all the damage today. Whoa! Make sure you eat this. I almost fed you the compass. That would have been awkward. I need that. Um, let stop it. Let's see here. Most important thing I've learned. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I haven't learned a thing. Uh, (laughs) I've have you learned nothing? I suppose it's. I've learned the not to underestimate the power, the generosity, the the kindness of of the fans. Of the regulars, of the fans, both for for child's play charity and then also to support my own stuff, to pick up the slack where where YouTube and ads have fallen off through through Patreon and now even more recently on live streams with the tip jar, uh, which every all of those things are, are obviously not not uh, not not a necessary, not compulsory, not not even widely requested, but they are very much appreciated, those who do go out of their way for that sort of thing, or even just, you know, the comments and the fan arts, I suppose that is something I've learned to not second-guess or not reject, I suppose is kind of a strong word for it, but to not reject that sort of assistance, that that support and whatnot, so yeah, let's go with that. That sounds like a warm and fuzzy answer there, doesn't it? We have a question from Hwelks underscore Chance. They ask, How much exercise does your dog need? Speaking of my dog, Eva. And how much time does it take out of your day? I ask because one day I would like to own one. A dog or specifically an Australian Cattle Dog? Probably Australian Cattle Dog. Where did that go? I lost the question. Oh, and would like to plan the impact it would have in advance. Well, you can't. You can't plan that. I knew well in advance for the years or so that I was looking at dogs and specifically Australian Cattle Dogs that, oh, they're high-energy, they're they're working dogs, they're, they're herding dogs, they have uh, a high percentage of wild dingo in them That's they were crossbred with for, for having additional endurance to be out at, on the cattle drives and ranches and whatever in Australia and to deal with the heat and and exhaustion and whatever. Um, but it still doesn't prepare you just for like any sort of just to have a dog suddenly. Uh, and this was the first time I've owned a dog. The Just the the vet stuff, having to, uh, when you go on a trip, assign f- or, or uh, prepare and, and arrange, is the word I was looking for, 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 for boarding or, or something to take care of your dog, and uh, food, and like I said, the vet stuff, and the medication, and and whatever, and is this another? It is another! Woo! We are making up for lost time here on the spawners. The, the grand old collapsed spawners in the desert... Are, are coming up gangbusters and another zombie one, it sounds like. Yep. And now to try to found, found that chest. Uh, ooh, We can make a bomb. <laughs> speaking speaking, we can make a clock. Let's make a clock. No, god. Oh, that's taking the story in the wrong way, Kurt. Wrong direction! Um. <laughs> oh, I think there's a zombie here. I saw him glitching. Oh, that's that might be bad. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Gotta go. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know why I jumped. Critical hits are not a thing in this version of the game. I demand another chest! Wolfie does too. Do you not hear him? Demanding? Oh, well, this is a load of bubkiss. And there's no chest around there. Alright, well, that stinks. There could be one here still. Oop, I don't have a... Nope. 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 Alright, no chests! No additional chests! One chest is all you get. That stinks. We've been bamboozled, I say. Bamboozled! Alright, nuts to that place. Oh! Dang it! Come back! I wasn't done with you! Oh man. What I meant to do was... Alright, let's do this properly. There we go. Alright. I said what I meant to do was... Place this down. Let's make a shovel while we're here. And we can make an iron shovel! Watch out now! We're big spenders. But let's... Have some fun, why don't we? I'll, I'll answer the Cattle Dog question in a moment. <laughs> Sorry! Worry not, my friend. I have not forgotten you. Uh, there we go. Alright, let's do this. Alright, I'm actually going to have to get out of here with some haste. Haste! Oh, hey. Haste! Gotta go, ha uh, ha. Uh, haste! We must live with haste. Uh, Wolfie, you sh- should be all right. Oh! Whoa! Oh no! Okay, that was an accident. I did not expect that. Ooh, alrighty then. <laughs> I'm gonna need that bread, please. <laughs> all right, that was fun. I was not expecting that. That was quite the, the, the bamboozle. <laughs> And Wolfie's fine. Yep, I'm the one who took damage there. Alright, so let's Um <laughs> oh, such a noob. Uh, how could you not have assumed that would happen, sir? <laughs> let's get rid of that. What else do we have that we don't need in our inventory here? Wolf, I know, that was scary, wasn't it? Uh but let's go. I just Oh I ate that. Alright, I ate that bread as I got Wolfie uh, off off his took us. Uh, and that I fell on my head, apparently. That took some damage out of my helmet. But anyway, I digress. Um, so, regardless, speaking specifically of Australian cattle dogs, uh, Eva is is small for a cattle dog. She's like 32 pounds. They're generally like between 30 and like 45 pounds. I, I would assume, I'm not 100% sure on this, but the males tend to probably be both bigger in size and have more energy. Uh, and have more of that endurance and kind of herding drive, I think. it could be wrong. Uh, so so I think Eva is not your typical Australian cattle dog, though she does require exercise. Like yesterday, I did not take her out for a walk because it was too hot and uh, I didn't wake up early enough in time and, and sure enough, she was still had quite the energy uh, constantly wanting to play fetch with her little Squeaky Toys, stuffed Squeaky Toys, um, sit down to watch TV, and she, she has converted what is, I think, in in the home, supposed to be the dining room. It's just kind of like an, uh, an extra area outside of the living room. Um, she's basically converted that into her play area. Uh, whenever you get a Squeaky toy, she runs right there and is ready to play. And she'll do leaping, jumping grabs and whatnot. I did, speaking of which, a couple days ago I took her out on an evening walk, and she had a bunch of energy pent up, and she decided it was time to run at full speed down the sidewalk, and I have a leash. Uh, I have a a bungee leash, which is a good investment, by the way. Uh, You you never want one of those retractable leashes. Those are the devil. Uh, So this is a bungee leash. It's like, it's it's pretty much a, a, a static, like, four-foot leash, but it has bungee to it and and bungees, so it doesn't both rip my arm out or hurt her neck if she tries to run away too fast. Um, But she decided to go on a little bit of a sprint, and and I decided to try to run to keep up, and even at my fastest sprint that I could possibly run, uh, she could go faster. (laughs) And she was essentially, if I had jumped, she would have dragged me through the air. So there's some some additional energy there, and I was quite winded. Uh, And then she also decided to do the same thing on the way back. Uh, for like the entire length of a block uh, on the sidewalk, uh, so that was fun. <laughs> so yeah, there's some energy there, I'd, uh, and it just has taken some time to kind of get used to it simply just owning a dog. Uh, I said before, I, just the same thing about moving out here to Arizona. I didn't introduce Eva to the world because it was kind of touch-and-go at first. I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I adopt a dog? I do not have the time for this. I'm sitting here complaining that I'm not keeping a schedule on YouTube, and here I am adopting a dog that's going to take up all this time and, and and money, you know, hours a day. I mean, I suppose, you know, a half-hour walk in the morning and in the evening is enough. Uh, I prefer to take her out to t- play... Uh, Careful, of it! Gah! To play... Uh, Yeah, sure, have a seat right up there. There's a flames on the horizon! This entire forest is going to burn down by the time we wake up. That should be a fun time for us. Uh, I I prefer the thing that really wears her out better is uh, Frisbee or Fetch uh, out at a park. And uh, that that seems to get the most of her energy out. uh, Versus walking. You can tell sometimes she's smart. Australian cattle dogs are smart, so you also have to be prepared for a smart dog. Uh, when you take her out for a walk, she'll be excited and want to run and, and pull you along. But once she realizes that we're just out for just a normal walk and we're not going to play fetch or frisbee, uh, she'll start to drag behind and be kind of a, a grumpy Gus about it, and it becomes a little bit annoying in that regard because it's like, come on, we got to walk. And she's like, going too slow. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, otherwise she's fun. She's quirky. Uh, what am I doing here? I got the bed down. I could use another axe. I could use an iron axe, maybe. Look at me, spending all this money I got from the spawners. Money for days! And uh, I'll wait to make a pickaxe. I have enough of that. Uh, and and yeah. So yeah, I, I would recommend it. Certainly go through a, a rescue group. Uh, a lot of times with these dogs, people purchase or 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 somehow get them somehow get get an Australian cattle dog, not realizing how much effort and work goes into it, so they will end up at shelters or whatever. Uh, so I would recommend finding like a specific shelter or or rescue group that deals specifically with cattle dogs and uh, go from there. So good luck, I suppose, and thank you very much for the question. Welk's chance. And everybody else who has donated to Child's Play Charity at farlandsbust.com. I do appreciate that, and the appreciated, and the appreciated, and the continued support. Excuse me for Farlands Bust. I appreciate that. That was where that word should have come in that thought. But regardless, <laughs> thank you so much for watching episode 507 of Farlands Bust. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs> Um...